brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello again. This is Dolores Cannon with the Metaphysical Hour. And it's just me tonight, just me and you guys, so I can give out the toll-free number if anybody wants to call in and ask questions because I don't have a guest tonight. So the toll-free number, in case anybody does want to call and ask questions, is 1-888-815-9756. 1-888-815-9756. And uh, because I don't have a guest tonight, you know, last week I was talking about, I just got back from the round-the-world trip, and we were talking about that. But... I do want to talk about some of the cases that I've had. I've had some really big miracles happening in my work. And it's also being done by the people that I'm teaching all over the world. So I wanted to talk about some of these cases. And I think we'll be able to fill up the hour. But if anybody wants to call in, feel free to do it. But... Uh, those of you, I think most of you now have been listening to my show you know about the work that I do and what I'm involved with. Incidentally, in a few days, this will be four years that I have been on the air with BBS Radio. I started the 1st of October in 2005, so it's been a long time here, four years of doing this show. And I've never missed a week because when I'm traveling, they always have the archives that they pull from. So that's a lot of information in a lot of shows during four years. But um, the those of you who have been listening all that time know that most of my work deals with my therapy work. Since I began in the hypnosis, it's, well, I started 40 years ago, but when I got into the past life regressions consistently 30 years ago, that's what I was doing was just the past life regressions and getting information that way and writing some of my first books. But then 
I began to f- discover this uh, hypnosis method that I use now, and it was something that is so different from any other hypnosis method out there that this is what I'm teaching now all over the world. And as I began developing this new method, I discovered ways to do the healing. And that is what my work mostly centers on now, is doing the healing part of therapy. (laughs) Of course, when you have clients coming, they always have problems. Everybody that comes in has got problems. No way of getting around that, so you have to do the counseling with them and working out what their problems are. Sometimes it's uh, family problems, problems with their jobs, all kinds of things. But a lot of the people now that are coming to see me are doing it for the healing because this is what where we have made the most advances. And I always thought, would I be able to teach this? When you develop something yourself, are you going to be able to teach it? That's the thing. So when I began teaching it, I started in 2002, and I've been giving classes ever since, and now I'm giving the advanced classes, and uh, we're getting miraculous uh, feedback from the people who have taken the classes, and they're having the same miracles happen that I've had. So tonight I'm going to go over some of the cases that we've accumulated. I know there's a lot more out there. These are just the ones that I've had feedback on. You don't always hear whenever you do something. You don't really always hear afterwards how it turns out. So I'm always glad whenever my clients do tell me uh, the results after they go back and see their doctors and return to their normal lives. And it is really gratifying because to me, to see the miracles keep continuing to happen. But what I discovered in my work is that The ideal state of the body should be perfect health at all times. You should never get sick. The body is a miraculous machine that was created to take care of itself and heal itself if we don't interfere with it. And uh, those of you who have listened to my show long enough know that uh, I'm working with a lot of doctors who have moved over into the natural healing and the alternative healing field. And we're trying to get away from the surgery and away from uh, drugs. And I'm working with a great number of them now all over the world. And uh, many of them have started their own alternative healing clinics, and we have their names on our Rolodex file. So this is the way I keep promoting is to go this direction and away from the drugs. And some of the cases I'll be talking about tonight show you the damage that just taking the drugs the doctor gives you can ha- can have on the body, often causing the very same thing that you think it's trying to eliminate. So I have definitely moved away from the, uh, the surgery and the drugs. Of course, you know, it's not the doctor's fault. They are taught what to do, and this is all they know. But we're finding out that the mind is so strong It has such capabilities that they haven't even begun to tap into because it's not taught in the medical schools. That's the thing. But as I said, the ideal state of the body should be perfect health at all times. What I've discovered, you make yourself sick. Now, a lot of people don't like to hear that because they'll say, what do you mean? I don't want to be sick. 
but you make yourself sick. Any illness is caused by you. And if your mind is that powerful that you can make yourself sick, it's also powerful enough to heal you. Once you find out, why did I do this to myself? What was it trying to tell me? When we find that out, then it goes away instantly because that's what it's trying to do is give you a message. Now, the part that I work with, and some of you already know this, but I'm repeating it for those who don't. The part that I work with is a great force. I call it the subconscious, but it's not the subconscious the way it's defined by the psychiatrist. To me, that is a a childish part of the mind, a simple part of the mind. That's the part of the mind that is used in regular hypnosis when they're trying to stop smoking, lose weight, work with habits. When they read from a script, that's the part of the mind that they're talking to. And it's a rather childish part of the mind, the simple part of the mind. And most of the time they're reading from the script saying, you will not want to smoke or you will not want to eat this. What happens when you tell a child, you will not do this? Well, of course the child's going to rebel. They'll dig in their heels and they'll say, make me. So that's not the part of the mind that I work with. Now, I know there's hypnotists out there that make their living working with habits, and that's fine. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they have found a method that will stop the habits, and this is the part of the mind they're working with. But in my work, the habits to stop smoking, lose weight, are so easy to correct that I don't want to waste a whole session just on that. Um, I think well, I think it's boring, really. I would much rather time travel, take people through time to other time periods where they become the other personalities. I'd rather do that, or I'd rather take them into finding out the cause of their illnesses and diseases and physical problems. <coughs> that, to me, is much more exciting to work from that way than to read from a script and try to stop habits. If somebody does come to me wanting to stop smoking and lose weight, I tack it on the end of the session because, like I said, it's so easy to do. We don't need to waste the entire session just on that one thing alone. (coughs) So the part that I work with, I call it the subconscious. But if you might, people say, how do you define that? You might call it the higher self, the oversoul, the higher consciousness. It's the part that has all knowledge and has all of the answers. It can do anything. It is a huge, great power. And it is a power that is so full of love. When I work with it, you can feel it. It is so powerful and so loving. It is so huge and so big it can do anything, but yet it cares for each and every person that I work with. So it is indiv- it's big. It is a combination, a collective as it calls itself sometimes, but yet it is also cares for each and every individual. I think that's really wonderful that we have discovered this and are able to tap into it and get such miraculous results. I think it was the part that uh, Carl Jung, whenever he was first developing 
in the psychiatric field. He, in the beginning, used hypnosis, and he discovered what he called the universal consciousness. And I, that's what he called it. And I think he must have tapped into the same thing. But I think it frightened him. He didn't know what to do with it because it was something he had never come across before. It was so big and huge that when he discovered it, he stopped using hypnosis and he dropped it altogether. Then he went ahead and developed the uh, psychoanalysis instead. So it's been there all along, and I think other people have tapped into it, not really realizing what they had and what power they could do with it and how they could really help people because it was probably ahead of its time anyway. But now it is time for us to use this and to find out the power that we have and we have access to. So this is the part that I work with. I call it the subconscious, and they say, we don't care what you call us, we'll work with you. So during this, uh, this, this talk I'm going to give tonight on the air, when I say they, I am referring to the subconscious, the higher self, the oversoul, whatever you want to call it. We have become so close to me. Every time I do a session, it's like speaking to an old friend on the telephone. <laughs> no matter who I work with, it comes through the same way, and it's always there. And I know that I'm speaking to the same group, whatever you want to call it, through everybody. And the person is totally out of it because I work in the deepest possible level of trance, the synambulistic level. At that level, you get the conscious mind totally out of the picture. With it out of the picture and you can't interfere, we can go direct to this part and let it take over and do the wonderful things that it does. And that's why I began to get so many people wanting sessions. Right now, we have a year's waiting list. And in 2002, even, I was getting so many people wanting to have sessions. That's when I began to think I need to teach this method. And I didn't know if I could. But I'm glad I have because now I've taught now thousands of people all over the world. And they are all having, not all, but the majority who are doing it are having miraculous results. It's like anything, you take a class, you can't guarantee everyone in that class is going to be able to do it. Some of them just take a class just for fun. They have no intention of ever using what they're being taught. But the ones who are serious and are using this method are having miraculous results, and that's the main thing. We are helping a lot. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A lot of people. Now, uh, I want to read something here. A man who was in my class in Norwich, England, said he, uh, he, he's open to channeling. So he got this message, came to him while I was doing the demonstration in the class. 
and maybe it'll help explain who these people are. It just came into his mind, and he wrote it down. He says, we are beings of light. That's all you need to know at the present moment in time. We are here to help and heal. That is our purpose. We serve mankind because that's what we've been asked to do. Our goal is for all of you to transform into the light. We work on a level far above guides and spirits, even above the level you call ascended masters. If this vibration was brought into your body, then you would not be able to cope with this type of energy. It's like putting a spinning top into a body. We work with symbols because it's easier for us to communicate this way. We thank you for being part of this experiment, as we call it, but we both benefit from what's happening here today. It's always about channeling. Well, sometimes the people who have taken my class have said, uh, when I give them the instructions, it's a three-day class on how to reach the subconscious and how to work with it, some of them come back later and say, well, we will ask to speak to the person's guide or guardian angel. That's not the part we're speaking to. As this channel's message says, that is lower than this part that we are speaking to. The guides and guardian angels have their parts to play. They are important. They're there to guide the person and help the person, but they don't have the power that this other one has. The same goes for the ascended masters. Some of them say, well, I'll call in St. Germain or Michael, some of those. This said that they are above that. Ascended masters, after all, were just beings, just like you. They just became more enlightened. They finished what they had to do on earth, and they they progressed onward. This part that we are working with, the part I call the subconscious, as close as I can understand, it's just below God. And I don't want to say that in a sacrilegious way. It is just at that level, just below God, but above the angels and the rest of them. And they are there to help man, and we have found a way to tap into it and have miraculous results. I have thousands of people coming from all over the world, and that's quite a responsibility for them to come so far that need help. Back in the winter, I had, in one week's time, I had a man come from Japan. Two, two different women came from Australia. One came from England and a doctor brought his wife from Italy in just one week's time. And I don't encourage that because that's a long way to come. They just come and do the session and then return. They don't do anything else in the state. So that's a big responsibility to have to try to help these people when they've come so far and they desperately do need help. So that's where my job is, and it's believe me, it's not easy at all to work with all of this. But they come from every kind of illness, every kind of uh, injuries, every kind of things wrong with the physical body. Many of them are getting ready to have surgery when they come. And if we can get them before they have surgery, they won't need the operations. Now, they, you know who I'm talking about with they, they say no surgery, 
no invasion of the body. It's totally unnecessary. And they also say no drugs because all drugs have side effects. And you've all heard me say this many times on the show. And But they have said once something has been taken out, we can't put it back. So the main thing is to try to fix it before they have the surgery. Here we have to find out what happened. Why did the person do this to themselves? What were they telling themselves? What were they trying to to say to themselves? Louise Hay is along the same line. She has found by different methods, it's amazing we're all coming out of different directions, but yet we're all finding the same answers. She's found that the different parts of the body, problems in different parts of the body are trying to tell you something. Well, that's what I have found also. It's just that it's not so cut and dried. People say, why don't I write a book saying this is the cause of obesity, this is the cause of migraines. You can, the way Louise, Louise Hayes' book is, but there's always going to be that exception to the rule. You're always going to have that one case that doesn't fit in with the perimeters of this always means this. But somebody can come into my office and talk, start talking about their aches, their pains, their problems in different parts of their body, and I can know immediately what's going on in their life. They don't realize what they're telling you because every time the body is always saying the same thing, and the body does not lie. It will try to give you a message by affecting the same part of the body again and again to tell you the same thing over and over again. And some of these things are very easy to figure out, really, if you stop and think about them. Like when I get many people coming in with back problems, especially across the shoulders, pains across the shoulders or down the spine, especially into the small of the back. And the minute they come in and start talking about that, the first thing I always ask them, do you feel like you're carrying a load? And they usually say, oh, yes, my job and my marriage, you have no idea the pressure I'm under. That is how it manifests in the body. It's trying to give you a message. It's trying to tell you something. But being human, we don't always get the message. We don't understand what it's trying to tell us. So the subconscious will give you a little more. It does it the only way it knows how, through pain to get your attention. You don't understand what it's trying to tell you. It gives you a little more pain, still trying to get your attention. If you still don't understand, it can get to the point where there would be an operation or, or some kind of a disease that's much harder to get rid of. We want to try to get it before it gets to that point. And other common things that people come in with, problems with their hips, legs, knees, and feet and ankles. Those are very common. When somebody comes in with those problems, I always ask them, do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your life right now? Is something going on in your life where you can go in a different direction that maybe you're supposed to make a decision and go in a different direction? Maybe you're supposed to change your job if you're not happy in it. Maybe you're supposed to move and you're holding back because, well, maybe if I get another job, it's going to mean less money. 
but you'd be happier with it, or maybe the move is something you don't really want to do because it's going to be a lot of changes. When you're holding back and afraid to take that next step, that is what produces pains and problems in the hips, the legs, the knees, and the feet. And usually when we ask enough questions, we can get at the cause of whatever it is. <coughs> cancer, but I've, I've had many, many cases of cancer coming in. Cancer, what I have found, is usually suppressed anger. A person is angry about something, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to admit it. Men are the worst with this. They'll always say, I don't have any problems. You're the one with the problems. They don't want to admit what, that they are vulnerable or what. Everybody is vulnerable to one extent or the other, but they hold it in. They're angry about something, and they hold it in. They don't want to talk about it, and this creates the the agitation. The anger just turns around in the part of the body, especially this is intestinal cancer. Um, I mean, in you know, internal intestinal. Uh, the the anger turns around until finally it begins to eat away at the organs and then produces cancer. When the answer would really be to sit down and talk to somebody, talk to someone they love, someone they can confide in, it doesn't mean they're weak. If they can tell people there's something I'm upset about, something I'm angry about, get it out. Isn't that much better than having a disease, having cancer? Because I've had so many people come in, they talk to me and they sit there and cry, and I say, why can't you talk to the ones that you love the most and get this out? Because that is what's causing all of this. But it seems so simple. Why do we do these things to ourselves? And I've had wonderful results dealing with cancer patients once we have tried to discover what it is that they're holding on to. Uh, a lot of times it doesn't come from past lives because that's where I begin. I begin with the past life. A lot of it comes from just in this life alone, right here, things they're holding on to, things they don't want to express, uh, anger at a person. I've had people, I've told these people, you've got to forgive, you've got to let this go or you're never going to get rid of it. And I've had them tell me, how can I forgive them? You don't know what they did to me. All that is doing is hurting themselves. It's not hurting the other person at all. And are you going to die for it? Are you going to kill yourself for it? Because then you have to come back and do the same thing again with the same people. You don't get out of it. It's much easier to just face it and move on. But when I've had the cancer patients... The subconscious part that I work with, when I get them in this deep level, we're able to contact that part. It is able to do its work. It does miraculous things. I've seen wonderful things happen to the body. When it's doing the cancer, I always want it to tell me what it's doing. It does a lot with energy and light. It sends light and energy to the affected part of the body. I don't have to do anything. I am just a facilitator. It sends it to the different parts of the body. And sometimes it'll say there's a tumor, whatever part of the body it is, 
it will lift the tumor away from the organs and sometimes encase it in a membrane of some type. Now, believe me, this can do miracles. It's not different than what the doctors do. Then it says it proceeds to dissolve and absorb the tumor. And sometimes this happens instantly, and sometimes it can take in a few days. But as it dissolves and absorbs the tumor, then it is broken down, and it is able to be passed from the body safely. And I've seen this happen again and again and again. And uh, I've had two cases right after this was done, and they told them uh, after the they had dissolved it, they said this will be passed from your body. In two different cases, they told the person to go on a fruit detox right after this session. And the one case, I believe it was in England, they said for the woman to stay on the fruit detox for five days. This would help to flush these, this stuff out of the system. By a fruit detox, they meant nothing but fruit and fruit juices. And two different cases, this is what the subconscious told a person to do after the session. One wrote back and said, I liked it so much that I stayed on that. And in both cases, the tumor was gone when they went back to the doctor. Another case, the subconscious said to use a vegetable type of drink, like a smoothie. In that case, it said, I believe it was carrots, celery, beets, cucumbers, and a little pineapple in there to sweeten it, to make a drink out of it. And this would be helped to flush the it out of the system after they had finished with it. And they've told the person while they're under, uh, she's going to notice some strange things in the toilet in the next few days. <laughs> but that's a whole lot easier than doing surgery, is just to get this out of their system. But there was one that came from England, and she had a tumor. And uh, when she went back to the doctor, they were going to use stem cell uh, research on her over there. Over there, that is legal to do it. Here, I think it's still in the experimental stage. But they were going to operate and do some kind of stem cell uh, therapy. But when she got back and they said they did the PET scans, they said that they couldn't understand it, but the tumor was actually shrinking. And they said that can't happen. But it was it took it a few longer than normally does. It didn't happen instantly, but it did start dissolving, so she didn't have to have the surgery. Well, this is just some of the cases we've had with cancer. But like in that case with the woman in England, it also goes back to an unhappy home life. The anger she was suppressing was aimed at her husband. And she was very unhappy with him, just quarreling all the time and arguing. And the subconscious said, that contract was over a long time ago. It's time for them to separate and go their separate ways. So in the letter she emailed me back, said, uh, by the way, uh, he's not living with me anymore. He's moved out. He moved into his mother's house. So a lot of that has to do with relieving the tension, relieving the stress and the anger. So, see, it's not always just relieving the physical part. You've got to go back to the cause and find out why this happened and get rid of that. That's very important. All of these things are important 
once we understand what we are doing to ourselves. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, there's many cases of cancer. I've got some emails here that I'm going to read some of these to show you some of the cases that have just been recently that are coming up. This was one, and she wanted to know her purpose. Now, in my work, that's the most common question we get. I have the people bring in their list of questions. The most common question is always, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? Am I on the right track? And sometimes they want to know, should I change jobs? Should I move? Where should I move to? It's over and over again. They're the same thing. Same questions all the time. But they always want you to help solve their problem, but it's always up to them. I don't try to tell anybody what to do. Sometimes I'll show them some alternatives, but that's as far as I will go. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <clears throat> it's always up to the person how they live their life, but I can at least help them along the way. I'm not the one doing this. It's the subconscious part. I'm just a facilitator. <clears throat> this woman sent me this very nice letter after she got back, and she said, during my session, the subconscious said I needed to start with being a hospice volunteer. That was the first step toward my life's purpose. Upon awakening, I found that very odd since I didn't even know what hospice was. Now, those of you out there know it's taking care of people right before they die, working with hospitals. I didn't even know what hospice was. Immediately upon my return home, I looked into it and started my training to become a volunteer, even though at the time I had very little spare time or money. It ended up being the most rewarding thing I've ever done on so many levels. The timing was perfect, as just after I completed my training, someone very close to me passed away. The pain would have been crippling and unbearable had I not been for my recent training, which provided much insight and comfort. I was able to grow from the experience instead of crumble apart from it. Also, during my session, it, I was told I would be able to cure my hospice patients. Well, during the training to be a volunteer, it's made very clear we're not there to cure them, only to ease their suffering before they pass. So when I was assigned my first patient, a 97-year-old with Alzheimer's, curing her was the farthest thing from my mind. I simply radiated unconditional love toward her when I was in her presence or even if I was at home thinking about her. After several months, I got a phone call from the hospice center and it left my voicemail saying I needed to call them back regarding my patients. As I called them back, I was bracing myself for the worst. And to my surprise, they told me she was better and had been removed from the hospice program. <laughs> You could have knocked me over with a feather. 
As foretold in the session, being a volunteer with hospice opened my heart and elevated my vibration. And through a series of events, I found my life's purpose and the courage to change careers from my loathed job in an office to being a certified holistic life coach. This has turned me from being a seeker into being a finder. Until the point I spent my whole life searching, searching for meaning, searching for answers. Now I can move freely from that phase into the next phrase, new phase of wisdom and knowing, moving from being needy to being giving. Now, there's another thing. Uh, she had had some problems with her back and things like that. And, and this said, by well, the time she was on her way back to the airport, she says, during my session with you, I experienced an extreme surge of energy flowing from my body. It was incredible. Like a fire hydrant had been opened up with an intense amount of water shooting out the top. Immediately after the session, I became very ill, so ill that I didn't think I'd be able to make it to the airport to get home. I was not alarmed by the sudden onset of vomiting as I knew it was a flushing out of the toxins from my system, a purification. So this is one way it can be removed from the body. By the time I got home, I felt better than ever, better than I can ever remember feeling before, and the chronic tension and pain in my neck, shoulders was completely gone. And it says this was to show... Oh, that it did work with her. But then she did get out of that job and went into something that she really needed to go into. So that's just one case of just the purpose showing up. But here's some other cases. Now, some of these cases are not mine. They're my students. And when I went to, to Australia, you know, last year I had 91 students in Perth. This year, the one we just got back, we had 51 more, and we've had four or five other classes in Australia. The people there, I'm so proud of them. They are really doing miraculous work. And when we had the advanced class, they were telling me about so many things that they have done. So some of these things will be their cases instead of mine. One of them, in the very first case she had, she had a man come to her that on his foot, an ankle, he had a large wound that the doctors were going to have to close up. And you could see all the way down into the foot, into the muscles. It was that deep. And they were going to have to operate and close it up. She said as she worked on it using this method, she saw the muscles and the skin, everything, close up. She watched it as it happened, as it all came together and fused back together, the muscles, the skin. And then she watched the skin close up and seal itself, and she said it didn't even leave a scar. Now, that is miraculous. And this is one of the first ones that she did. Now she is reporting many, many of these kind of cases. And this is another one that emailed me along the same line. You don't always get to see it happening because sometimes it's inside of the body where you can't see it. This one said, this man came to her who had had knee surgery a couple of years before and was not walking well and had lost the strength in his knees. 
She said, as we did the session, I actually saw the subconscious working on him. The area directly above his knees was bubbling up as if they were inside his legs fixing them as I watched. What a miracle. And then she says in another part of this that, uh, let's see, where is it here? Did I forgot to mention, the client with a knee problem is now walking great and going up the steps normally. He uses his knees a lot in his work and has been working long hours to make up for lost time. Now, she was able to see it happening inside of the leg. Sometimes when I'm working with people, you actually see the body jerk and convulse. And I ask them what they're doing, and they said, it's all right, we're just sending energy to the affected part of the body. And that will cause the body to jerk, but it's just energy, it's light going to the to the certain part of the body. And in one of my uh, demonstrations at one of my classes, I couldn't didn't notice it because I'm always watching the client. But the class said they noticed the same thing the, that it's like something was working on the legs underneath the blanket. You could see the the the, move, the skin moving and the body moving like there was something manipulating the muscles uh, in that part of the body. Like I said, I didn't see it because I wasn't watching that part. Okay, another one of my students reported, this has just been on this last trip, <clears throat> that one of her clients had been in a car accident. This was a couple of years before, and that she had, had been hit from her chest. And, of course, they said everything was all right. She had you know, hit the large blow to the chest during the accident. And everything was okay. It had been a couple of years. But she said then she began, the person began having uh, very bad pains in the chest area, especially around the heart. And they were getting worse, and especially when she went to bed at night. So she went to the doctor, and they said the heart valve had been torn, and this was probably caused by the accident, and it just took it a while before it began to be noticeable. Well, the subconscious, when this woman was worked on, the subconscious went in there and repaired the heart valve. They said it said it was just more or less like stitching it invisibly back together and repaired it and went back together and there was no surgery needed at all. And I have had that happen in several cases too where they'll go in and clean out the arteries, uh, repair valves, do a lot of work on the heart. So this is a whole lot easier than surgery, believe me. But I'm so used to it now that I just take it for granted because it happens all the time. We are working with an incredible power here, folks. It is something that can do anything. But when you think about it, it is just you yourself. You all have the power. You can do it. You just don't realize it. We get so caught up in thinking you have to be sick. You, you know, we have to go to the doctor. You don't realize the power we have with our own minds. I'm going to read one more that came from Australia. Oh, this one was from New Zealand. It was my class in New Zealand. 
And it was only, she had this case about two months after taking the class in Wellington. And I said, this was so wonderful. I hope that there was a dry eye in the, in the house whenever this woman uh, was healed. Okay, she said, I want to share, uh, I want you to know about a beautiful pro- process I had the great privilege of being part of. My client arrived walking very painfully on sticks, which is what their version for crutches. So she comes in walking very painfully on crutches, told of a rare condition of her feet and legs that involved the tendons just snapping spontaneously. The doctors had no explanation for it, and she had been 18 months in a wheelchair before gradually being able to walk short distances in extreme pain with the crutches over the last six months. The medical specialist had virtually given up, given her no guarantee that she would ever be better. So she went into a past life. In this case, as some of them do, they go, their answers are in the past life. Her past life was a life of war where she was a man who had lost both of his legs in the war but not his life. He was angry at a country. Are you still there? Okay, I'm sorry. I hit the phone and I thought maybe I blocked it off the air. We're still connected. Okay. Oh, okay. He was angry at his country for sending him to war and felt betrayed. All the things that were playing out in this lifetime with various people, the same emotions. He had lived a miserable and angry existence in that other lifetime, wheelchair-bound, and took out his anger in violent outbursts, usually at the people who were caring most about, about and for him. His life ended when he accidentally rolled down some stairs in his wheelchair. That was her lifetime just before this one. It was filled with anger. The subconscious showed her that life because it was showing her how to take responsibility for her own anger and not take it out on others. It wanted her to know that anger was just another emotion and not good or bad, that she had to be true to herself and trust herself. When we went to the body for healing, the subconscious said all the betrayal and anger of that past life was stored in the legs and feet, and she was unable to move forward because of this. When I asked what needed to happen for her complete healing of the legs and feet, the subconscious just said, It would release the anger and then gave her advice on how she needed to be moving forward. I see it. Would release the anger and betrayal and fill her whole body with light. So it took just a few minutes to do that. The subconscious then gave her advice on how she needed to be moving forward and told us the healing was complete. When the woman woke up, she looked so different. She was softer and had a gentle, sweet look on her face. Straight away, she wanted to sit up and get on her feet. When she stood up, she just gasped and looked down at her feet and began walking round and around in total and utter disbelief. She was completely pain-free, and she walked all around my house, up the hall, into every room, laughing and giggling all the way. When her husband came to collect her, 
I handed him the crutches, and I said, I don't think she'll need these. And he watched her get up out of her chair and walk across the room to him. I wish I'd had a video of them. It was absolutely a divine moment. Now, I said, when I read this, we were crying, because I said, that I bet there wasn't a dry eye in the house when that happened. And this woman came back to my advanced class, and she said, yeah, the woman has had no more problems once they worked it out. These are the kind of things that, to me, are so satisfying to hear these things. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's just so much that happens. Oh, golly, I've got so many cases here, and I'm looking at the clock to see if we're going to have enough time. But there is one that I want to bring up. Yeah, this one. I don't know if you remember on this show, just a few months ago, I had a client. And this is the one with the Tylenol, where I was telling everybody, stop taking Tylenol, that it's poison. This was the result of this woman's session. I just got this a few days ago since I got back, an email telling me what happened when she went back to the doctor. I'll remind you about that case. This was a woman who was getting ready. They were wanting to do a liver transplant. First they said they wanted to do some kind of an operation first, but it was going to be dangerous and it might kill her if they had the operation. But if that operation didn't work, they had her in line for a liver transplant. Of course, she didn't want that, and that's why she came to see me. And when we went through the session, this woman had had so many operations. My gosh, I don't think there was hardly any part of her body she hadn't already had operations on. She'd had a hysterectomy, if I can remember right. And she had back problems. She was taking pain medication for her back. She had all kinds of things that had been wrong with her body all her life, and she was only like in her 40s. So her whole body had been uh, you know, operated on. And so as we went through the interview when I'm talking to her, a lot of this was coming from bad marriage, bad home life. All of these things were building up. And why torture yourself? Why make yourself miserable when it can be worked out by just working out the problems in your own life? Well, when we did the session, the subconscious came through loud and clear, screaming, and it said, stop the mutilation of this body. No more mutilation of this beautiful body. Stop it. And that's when I was telling them, I said, well, they're talking about more surgery. And it was yelling. It said, Tylenol, Tylenol. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, it's poison, and it's poisoning her system. It's poisoning her liver. Stop it now. Stop the poison. 
So, you know, that was the main thing we worked on. And afterwards, when I was talking to her, she didn't remember any of this, and I told her, and she said, well, the doctors say Tylenol is the safest thing out there. I said, no, it's not. Because right after we had this session, it came out in the papers, and it was on the CNN, that Tylenol had been found to be the leading cause of liver damage. And not only that, but there were two other drugs that were being used for pain, and she may have been also taking those for her back. I can't remember the name of the ingredient. It has an active ingredient. My daughter, if she was here, she's a nurse. She remembers the name. You may have seen it on TV and in the newspapers. There's two drugs, and Tylenol have the same active ingredient, and it's been found to be the leading cause of liver damage. And they were wanting to take it off the market. Well, I'm still seeing commercials about it, and they're still giving it even to babies and children. So I don't know. But this this email just came in a few days ago after I got back from my trip. And this is the same lady. She said, I want to send an update to let you know how the medical tests have progressed. And she's reminding me about our session. Since then, I've made some changes medically. First off, on the way home that night, uh, she drove. Her, she had a friend that drove her. And I always tell people, don't drive after we have the session. Her friend, they were driving all the way back to Virginia. And I live in Arkansas. They were going home. All the way home that night, she said, I fell asleep as my best friend drove. He awoke me wanting to know if I was okay because I was dripping, no soaking wet with sweat. It was as if my physical body shut down and was trying to detoxify all the medications the doctors were giving me out of my body. I've never sweat like that before, nor do I imagine I will again. I could wring out my dress literally. My higher self during the session mentioned about stopping medications and how deadly the Tylenol was to my liver, which is what was being affected. Now, isn't it interesting? This woman and also the one who had the vomiting on the way home, neither one were that concerned because they realized what was happening. They realized the body was getting rid of the toxins, so it didn't scare them. Okay, she said, I had a rear bilinary duct scarring that caused bile to dump into my bowels. I had a 14-millimeter scarred open bile duct in May. That was before she came to see me. Preventive surgery was in order, and then on to the liver transplant list for a new liver with healthy-sized ducts. In the past month, I finally had the second MRI done, and the doctors were stunned at the results. In fact, so much so that it was like looking at two different people's liver and duct system. I had a 14-millimeter scarred bile duct that was unable to close down due to scars. Now I have a 9-millimeter bile duct with no signs of cirrhosis or scarring anywhere. The only thing that was different was seeing you in the past few months. The only thing that's changed, no new medication, 
In fact, I stopped all meds and all Tylenol for pain, just as my higher self instructed emphatically to do. No Tylenol, it was poison. Just two weeks after my visit, there was a few days where the news were deluged by Tylenol recall. Tylenol connected to severe liver damage. Tylenol is not safe. News flashes on all news channels. Then after two days, nothing. I think the pharmaceutical companies got to the media and shut them up. Who knows? Needless to say, a liver transplant is no longer necessary. I'm no longer terminally ill. And I want to thank you guys for the work you do. So to me, when I read this, it was just like, oh, my gosh, it's so wonderful to get this feedback, to know what, uh, how it affects these people. But here the doctors are getting ready to do a liver transplant, and all it is was being caused by the medicine they were giving her. All they had to do was stop that. So look at the difference just by getting all that out of her system. Of course, she did have to go and make changes in her uh, her home life and the things that have been causing her problems over all these years. Sometimes it goes back as far as childhood. Things happening when we're children and we don't even realize it. We hold on to it. We bury it. We cover it up. And it sits there all those years just festering causing problems, and you don't even know where it came from. And a lot of times, all of the characters in this scenario have died. Why hang on to it? Why keep uh, torturing ourselves over something that happened so long ago that it's no longer important? You live in the past. You're going to stay there. You have to move forward. You've got to forgive and let go and move on. That's the whole thing. But I wanted to share some of these with you, and I have many more, but I'm running out of time, to give you an idea of what's possible with the use of the mind. Your mind is so powerful, and you don't realize it. You have all the power to create anything you want in your life, absolutely anything. Any reality, anything you want, nothing is impossible. They say again and again there are no limitations. It's only what you, the invitation that you put up. Once you believe you can do it and you know you can do it, there are no limitations. This goes for anything. Well, we're coming down to the time now. Maybe on another show I'll be able to go into some of the other wonderful things we've had. But I'm so proud of this group that I'm teaching in Australia because they are really having fantastic results. And I'll be going back there next year. But like I said last week, they want me to go to um, back to South Africa and have, another, have a class there. So I'll be going everywhere. All right, but now next week, for the next three weeks, I won't be doing a live show. I'm leaving in a few days out of the country again. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> I've got to go to England. And the first weekend in October, I'll be speaking at a UFO conference at St. Anne's in England. That's up by Blackpool. I'll be speaking at the Probe International UFO Conference in St. Anne's um, in England. After that's over with, 
I have to go back to Russia. This will be my fourth trip to Moscow in the in a year, and I'll be teaching my class again there with an interpreter. It's much harder when I do the classes there because of using translator, but I'll be able to find out now if if they are having the same kind of results the rest of the world is having. So I'll be doing the class there. Anybody who is interested, I will be doing a class in the L.A. area after I get back from uh, Russia. This the 1st of November... I'll be doing a lecture in Long Beach, and we're doing a joint lecture with Blair Styra. He is the most famous uh, psychic channeler in New Zealand. He introduced me to New Zealand, and now he's coming over here, and I'm going to introduce him to the United States. He channels an entity called Tabash. He is absolutely wonderful, and he's a terrific personality. So the 1st of November, we'll be in Long Beach doing a three-hour joint lecture. The details are on my website. After that, I go to Burbank, and I'll be only having my class in Burbank, and people are already signing up for it. This is the same class I've been giving all over the world, teaching people to do what I do and how to use the mind to heal. That class is going to be in Burbank that first weekend in November. So anybody wanting to know about these things, look it up on my website. I have all the details there or call the office. The website is www.ozarkmountain, that's O-Z-A-R-K-M-T dot com. Or if you're overseas, it's O-Z-A-R-K-M-T dot com. Or call our office at 1-800-935-0045. Okay, well, good night, everybody, and it's been wonderful speaking to you tonight. I'll be back live in about three weeks after I return from Russia. Okay, thanks for listening. Good night.